Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The NCAA women's basketball had an incredibly successful season. And now your favorite players from the 2023 to 2024 NCAA season will be in the WNBA. To all our veteran fans, welcome back. And to all the new fans joining, welcome to the W. This season, watch as proven legends Brianna Stewart, Asia Wilson, and Sabrina Ionescu continue their dominance, while rookies Caitlin Clark, Cameron Brink, and Angel Reese prove themselves on a WNBA court. The WNBA is redefining basketball on their own terms this season, keeping the game and players front and center, while celebrating the intersection of identities and perspectives that align with fans. Welcome to the W. You're in for some world-class basketball. Tonight, Hurricane Hillary barreling toward the West Coast, leading officials to declare the first ever tropical storm watch for Southern California. Here are tonight's headlines. Flood watches issued for communities along California's coast as they brace for record rainfall and damaging winds ahead of the Category 4 hurricane. Heavy rain coming into these zones here. L.A., San Diego, Palm Springs. The official who opted not to activate sirens as wildfires spread on Maui last week. He's resigned as the island's head of emergency management. He had been under intense scrutiny after survivors said there was absolutely no warning. Back in court, the man accused of murdering four college students in Idaho presents his alibi for the first time. President Biden is hosting a major summit with leaders from South Korea and Japan today. This is actually the first ever standalone trilateral meeting between these three nations. A summer spike in COVID cases, what you need to know to protect yourself. The important thing for those who are at high risk for complications or death, to pay attention. We've never, ever seen a wildfire season like this. Wildfires in Canada's Northwest Territories are forcing 20,000 people to evacuate. At all costs, I'm protecting them. And we go on the road with the story of two brothers whose dedication to each other got them through hard times with just a little help. There's just so many nice people in this room right now, and it makes me so happy. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. I'm James Brown in Fenora. And we begin tonight with 42 million people in the West bracing for Hurricane Hillary. This extremely rare storm has grown into a massive Category 4 hurricane. The effects of the storm are already being felt in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, with high winds and torrential downpours. 
Right now, people from San Diego to Los Angeles are preparing for the worst beginning over the weekend as Southern California is under its first ever tropical storm watch. The massive storm packing 130 mile an hour winds is expected to weaken as it moves closer to land, but could become the first tropical storm to make landfall in California in more than eight decades. Forecasters say some areas of California and Nevada could see 10 inches of rain. CBS's Carter Evans will start us off tonight from along the California coast. Southern California is taking advantage of the calm before the storm. Building berms to protect beach communities from high surf and swift water rescue teams are on standby. We are getting ready now ahead of this event as it makes landfall to make sure that we are prepared. Flooding is a huge concern after relentless winter storms battered the Golden State earlier this year. Now, emergency managers are tracking Hillary, trying to anticipate where resources will be needed most. When the storm hits, some areas could see up to 10 inches of rain. Las Vegas usually gets a little more than four inches of rain in a year. If the storm continues on its path, it could get that amount in one weekend. The last tropical storm to hit Southern California was back in 1939. It dumped more than five inches of rain in Los Angeles, flooding communities and washing away homes. 45 people died. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime event. This really is an all-hands-on-deck effort. Now, it's a beautiful, sunny Southern California day right now, but that is likely to change soon. This storm will bring high surf and high winds. That could create treacherous ocean conditions as early as this weekend. Lifeguards are also warning about the runoff from all the rain. That will likely contaminate the water around the beaches here for days after the storm. JB? Carter Evans with the latest. And for more on the track and timeline of the storm, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, JB. This is a rare and potentially life-threatening event for Southern California because of this major hurricane. Hillary expected to stay a major hurricane through Saturday on its way up to Southern California via Mexico. A rare tropical storm watch. The first time many of these areas have had a tropical storm watch issued. One of the big threats, along with some strong gusty winds, will be the very heavy rain, a high risk Sunday morning through Monday morning for excessive rainfall. That's where the life-threatening flash flooding comes in. And this is the first time the Weather Prediction Center has issued a high risk for these areas. And J.B. Palm Springs could see a year's worth of rain with this. Wow, Chris Warren, thank you so much. And speaking of rare, Chris, a rare outbreak of tornadoes hit parts of Massachusetts and Rhode Island today. The twisters uprooted trees, knocked out power, and caused widespread damage from Johnston, Rhode Island, to Mansfield and North Attleboro, Massachusetts. There are no reports of serious injuries. Now to the island of Maui, where nearly 1,000 federal workers are on the ground to help with the wildfire recovery, including ATF agents tasked with determining where and how the fire started. Anger is growing over the response from local officials and questions mount for the head of emergency management who resigned amidst the criticism. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has the latest. 
Before the flames obliterated everything on Lahaina, residents like Shannon Ee say there was time to activate Maui's emergency sirens. Do you think had those sirens gone off, it could have saved lives? Absolutely. I, I don't think I know. We all are prepared for that. We know that sound. Now there is anger to this. Do you regret not sounding the sirens? I, I do not. I'm flabbergasted by that. Last Thursday night, Maui Emergency Management Agency Administrator Herman Andaya resigned, citing health reasons. As the fire raged, Andaya was at a conference in Oahu. It's unclear what role he played during the most critical hours when winds reached hurricane strength and the fire was spreading, becoming the nation's deadliest wildfire in more than a century. On Maui alone, 80 sirens are in place designed to warn residents of impending disasters like tsunamis, hurricanes, and wildfires. Over this past week, we heard shifting explanations from Andaya and other Hawaii officials why the sirens were never activated. It's, a, it's an outdoor siren, so a lot of people who are indoors, air conditioning on, whatever the case may be, they're not going to hear the siren. The sirens, as I mentioned earlier, is used primarily for tsunami. Had we sounded the siren that night, we're afraid that people would have gone Malka. And if that was the case, then they would have gone into the fire. People are not dumb. People know what to do. E.E. says she was lucky to get out. We met her and other families today in Lahaina as they gathered to grieve and demand accountability. The community, the Lahui itself, is taking care of one another. There's, there's no outside um, government officials taking care of us. They don't care about us. They don't care about our people. That, that's how I feel. So much frustration tonight, and it's still unclear where exactly Andaya was and what he was doing during his critical decision-making. We have reached out to county officials for comment, but we have not heard back, JB. Jonathan Vigliotti with his continued excellent reporting. The suspect in the brutal murders of four University of Idaho students appeared in court today for a pivotal pretrial hearing. Defense attorneys for Brian Kohlberger are focusing on the DNA evidence at the center of the case. CBS's Elise Preston was inside the courtroom. Uncuffed and in plain clothes, Brian Koberger walked into a courtroom today. He's charged in the stabbing deaths of four University of Idaho students last November. The defense today questioned the validity of the DNA found in the knife sheath allegedly connecting Koberger to the murders. They are demanding more information about that DNA from the prosecutors. They have provided full discovery for the sheath, the DNA found on the knife sheath, but not the other three unidentified male DNA samples. Prosecutors say they've handed over what they have. We have given defense everything that we received from the lab. They've asked for DNA workups on other people. To the extent that they don't have them, they weren't done. Uh, we can't produce something that doesn't exist. Police arrested Koberger at his family's Pennsylvania home back in December, more than six weeks after the gruesome murders set off panic on the Idaho College campus. His attorneys argue he's innocent and was out driving alone at the time of the murders. Is that a strong alibi? No, it is not. Criminal defense attorney Joe Tamburino, who is not part of this case, says it's a weak argument. An alibi defense is not, I simply wasn't there at the time. It's you must provide specifically where you were, time, place. Also, if you have any witnesses. 
Now, the victims' families were inside the courtroom and say they are optimistic about today's proceedings. The judge has yet to rule on today's motions. Koberger's trial is set for October. JB? Elise Preston, thank you. Tonight, authorities are searching for a member of the Proud Boys extremist group who was supposed to be sentenced today for his role in the U.S. Capitol riot. Prosecutors are requesting 14 years in prison for Christopher Worrell of Naples, Florida. He was found guilty of spraying pepper gel on police officers. The U.S. Attorney's Office in D.C. is asking for the public's help in tracking him down. Today, President Biden hosted the first ever trilateral summit with the leaders of South Korea and Japan. The president is hoping to build a united front in the Pacific against urging threats from China and North Korea. It all took place at Camp David, the presidential retreat where it's rare to see reporters. And that's where we find CBS's Nancy Cordes. An historic backdrop for an unprecedented meeting. The first standalone summit ever between the leaders of the U.S., Japan and South Korea. The world will be safer as we stand together. President Biden insisted this summit was not about China. And yet the three leaders released a statement today condemning China's, quote, dangerous and aggressive military moves in the South China Sea. They also agreed to a series of measures aimed at countering Chinese economic coercion and North Korean nuclear provocation. When other nations see cooperation in the region, they make judgments about would they be better off if they make commitments. President Biden has been courting these two leaders for years, working to overcome a century of mistrust between their nations, a legacy of Japanese colonization. Today, the three leaders agreed to hold annual trilateral summits, step up joint military exercises, and establish a three-way hotline to be used in times of crisis. A clear example would be if North Korea conducted a particularly provocative test. Mira Rapp-Hooper is the president's senior director for East Asia. We might use the hotline to pick up the phone um, and to discuss with one another what steps we would like to take to respond. China had a response to all of this today. Attempts to form various exclusive groups and cliques are unpopular, a Chinese spokesperson warned. It will definitely spark vigilance and opposition. President Biden did say today that he is hoping to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping in the fall. But there's a new concern for the White House tonight. Officials say that recent military tests suggest that North Korea is getting help with its nuclear program from Russia. JB. Nancy Cordes at Camp David. Tonight, COVID cases are on the rise again across the U.S. with hospitalizations up 60 percent in the last month according to the CDC. CBS's Errol Barnett on what's behind the summer increase. COVID didn't take a summer vacation. I do expect the numbers to go up a little bit more just because there's been a lot of activity. Dr. Bernard Caymans is the medical director for infection prevention at Mount Sinai. We are traveling. A, A lot of families are on vacation, and so it's exposure. COVID numbers are rising again. How concerned are you about that? It's not a cause for alarm. I think it's important for us to just pay attention, especially those who are at risk for hospitalizations or deaths uh, from COVID. 
The highest risk groups for severe illness from respiratory viruses like COVID include the elderly, young children, people who are immunocompromised, and pregnant women. For people considering a COVID shot, do you recommend they wait? Yes, I do think that the best thing to do is to wait until the new booster、uh, is available. Vaccines for other viruses like the flu are available now. The new COVID booster could be available as early as mid-September. Your guidance is to get the flu shot around September, maybe October. Why is the timing key? You need a couple of weeks to make sure that it takes full effect. Vaccines are available now for adults age 60 and up. An RSV vaccine for pregnant women may be approved this month. We also have a monoclonal antibody available for infants. Now, despite having these new tools to fight viruses, doctors advise that the rest of us remember the basics、uh, when staying healthy this fall. That includes washing your hands, covering your mouth if you cough, and avoiding crowded places. JB, that's if you can. Thank you, Errol. An entire Canadian city clears out as a raging wildfire approaches. We'll have the latest details next. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this: all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned gluten-free mochis that are great for grab and go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit mymochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be: convenient, comfortable. Many who live in Yellowknife, Canada, are wondering what will be left as a wildfire bears down on their city. The only highway out was packed with evacuees today, while others waited for flights. Twenty thousand people were ordered out of the capital of Canada's Northwest Territories by today, with the fire now raging out of control just miles away. Triple-digit heat is being blamed for sparking a fire near a pecan storage facility in central Texas. Officials say 110-degree temperatures on Thursday caused plastic and petroleum materials to go up in flames inside a building across the street. One firefighter was treated for minor injuries. A new study reveals whether blue light glasses protect your eyes from harmful light. That's next. A new study finds wearing blue light glasses while using a computer or LED device doesn't do much to protect your eyes. Researchers looked at data from 17 studies in six countries and found wearing glasses designed to block or absorb blue light isn't much different than wearing regular glasses. Blue light from computer screens and smartphones is known to cause eye strain, headaches, 
and affect your sleep. On the Road is next with a heartwarming story of two Texas brothers and the strangers that helped rebuild their lives. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road for a story about love, loss, and hope. Working at this vehicle inspection site in Katy, Texas, Signals work. was never part of Jalen Gray's plan. Far from it. He actually wanted to be a park ranger, but quit college and gave up the dream. It's not really a good feeling giving up at all. But um, Sometimes it's not quitting, it's just doing the right thing. Yeah, I had to do what I had to do. So. Go, go, go! As we first reported last year, Jalen's little brother, Julian, became his sole priority. He's my reason. His reason and his responsibility. Their mother and only parent died three years ago. I just miss her so much. From that day on, I swore, you know, at all costs, I'm protecting them. Unfortunately, their lives went from bad to unbearable. Nowhere to go. After that big freeze hit Texas a couple years ago, the pipes burst in their house the one their mother left them, and ruined everything. Those strange times. Then the contractor Jalen hired to fix it took their life savings. Tragic, isn't it? The boys were pretty much homeless, living with their last surviving close relative when a nonprofit called Katie Response caught wind. The group fixes up houses after natural disasters. Over the years, they've helped more than 100 families, but few more worthy than those boys. Yeah, it breaks your heart. Had to help. Had to. Executive Director Ron Peters. They had no idea people would, would want to jump in and help them. Which may explain their speechless surprise. I was overwhelmed. Thanks to an army of donors and volunteers, the brothers are finally and forever back in their mother's house. Fully renovated, better than ever. There's just so many nice people in this room right now, and it makes me so happy. Since we first told this story, life for the boys has only gotten better. Viewers pitched in and are now paying for Jalen to go back to college to become a park ranger. All expenses paid? All expenses paid. What a turn of events for you. Yeah, I know. Complete 180. This random acts of kindness helping me get there. When their mother died, Julian and Jalen thought all they had was each other. But they were off by one whole nation. Steve Hartman, 
on the road in Katy, Texas. And that is unconditional love. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News for Nora O'Donnell. I'm James Brown. Have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.